it's Radio Free Tote Bag featuring Donovan. Hey, hey. I'm Donovan. Hey, I'm Audrey, and I stepped on your on you. <laughs> and featuring Audrey, who's interrupting my intro. <laughs> featuring special guest, the Anne from Mork and Mindy. The Anne from Rick and Morty. Wait, that was my second guest. Was gonna oh, be no. the Anne. Damn it! Hold on a second. You didn't, give, you didn't give me two drops though. Well, I was going to read the first one, and then people would kind of understand the bit, and that way that garbled Kanye read of the and from Rick and Morty would then be understandable. But unfortunately, I'm like uh, I'm like Conan O'Brien out here, and Audrey's over there like the other guy, just throwing shit at me while I'm trying to do my intro over here. All yeah. right, this is falling apart. Welcome to Radio Free Tote Bag, our real guest this week. Uh, coming back to the show, it's cartoonist Rory Blank. What's cracking? Howdy. Uh, not much. Uh, I, I I actually got nothing. I, I wish I had like some sort of. <laughs> I'm I'm just sitting here in my hot tub. No, I've I've just been leaf blower. <laughs> I've just been leaf blowering my house because I got tired of sweeping. Uh, that, that is such a powerful choice. I have never encountered another human being capable of such a thing. Yeah, no, leaf blowers are like 40 bucks, and you'll never have to sweep again, and you can use it for so much stuff. If you need if, to dishevel some papers yeah. from, like, the desk, oh, yeah. you can use it for that. You can make uh, one of those little hovercrafts. You ever do that? If my air conditioner Ooh. dies, I could just blow it on myself to try to stave off my That's also death. true. Uh, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's strong enough to lift me, but I, I can give it a shot. Get two of them, and you have a jetpack. Yeah, <laughs> it is a thing. I think it could like maybe increase my speed by about one mile per hour. At at some point in high school, we had a day where we had to set up a, a fair for some kids, mm. and I got put in charge of the hovercraft which was like a wooden platform with a tire rubber thing around it. And then I would hold a, an air leaf blower and it would go through a hole into the bottom and you could kind of slide around on oh. that thing pretty well. So like a really strong leaf blower, like a gas powered one? I think this is just a regular one. I can't remember inhaling any fumes and I can't remember being too much of an asshole to hold. I think it just needed a little blow in there. What I'm saying, Rory, is you could be combining your kind of cleaning idea with this mm. hovercraft idea and be sliding around the apartment, knocking debris right out of the way. What do you think about that? I think it's worth trying. Um, let's see. I'm, I'm going to be right back. We're gonna, <laughs> it's like Mythbusters in here. We're constructing a hovercraft on this week's episode. Right. Uh, you can't so see me, but I'm standing on my skateboard and I've got the leaf blower. And... Yeah, we're tricking. It seems like you got going pretty quick. I heard, I saw something kind of get knocked over. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I think, I think we've just, I think we've just broken a lot of ground here in the first couple of minutes. I think you know, doing doing advice probably helpful, but we might have just revolutionized transportation. That's very true. Better than those fucking uh, scooters that they have in every major city now. This is a news segment where uh, our guest tries out a cobbled together device for moving around. I think he just disconnected. 
What are you doing now? He's still uh, got the leaf blow. Now I'm just uh, adding texture to the recording. <laughs> I don't, the don't people, burn, our listeners love texture. Yeah, no, this, this is what I'll do like as a hype thing. Instead of using an air horn, just go. We're going to blow you right out of here. That's some good waveforms, baby. Like a kill force wind. <laughs> Jesus, that thing is going. All the posters are fucking wobbling around. Oh, fuck. This so this is a show. <laughs> this is a show about relationships. Sure is. As everyone has already put together. If you're new to the show this week. And as we've had Rory on before and uh, asked him our traditional guest question about embarrassing dates, Rory, we've been taken to asking returning guests uh, this crazy twist question. Okay. Uh, what's a good date you've been on? What's the best date you've been on? I, I'm, I'm just taking a second to think about this. Look to the leaf blower for inspiration. Uh, <laughs> just thinking through stuff. I, I guess really... I could have given you a heads up at the beginning yeah, like I did with I, the yeah, other question. I didn't think about that. Yeah, and I'm still I'm just trying to think like honestly, um I I asked a girl over to watch Ricky O with me. Okay. Right on. We would we sat through the entirety of Ricky O. <laughs> She'd never seen it before. And oh. we've been dating for six and a half years now. Hey! And I think it's because I the first thing I did was show her a movie where a dude punches his way out of prison and rips the guy's head off. <laughs> a good way to start things up. Not see if she's into thing. the same stuff. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you got to find someone on your level. You, you got to start with a movie where a guy cuts out his own intestines and then strangles somebody with them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty lit. <laughs> oh, have, you not seen, have you not seen Ricky O before? Not. I'm not familiar with this one. Okay. It's a it's a Chinese, I think, movie based on a, a, a Japanese comic book about this guy who like gets sent to jail in like a dystopian future where like all prisons are privatized. And you know no, hu huge stretch. Huge stretch. <laughs> but he just like he so he has to break out for some reason I don't remember. And at some and like people are trying to attack him, the warden is sicking his goons on him. And at some point, this guy runs up to him and like they fight for a bit. And then the guy says like You leave me no choice!" And then pulls out a knife and then cuts his own his own stomach open. And then says, "We'll die together!" And then starts like wrapping his intestines around Ricky's neck and strangling him. And then it cuts to the warden who says, "You got a lot of guts, Oscar." <laughs> And oh, on account of the guts. The whole movie. <laughs> well, I'm on board. That sounds and, like a fucking wild first date. And so like I, I showed a girl to I showed a girl that movie and she decided to stick around. <laughs> it's like what we talk about with kinks sometimes though. Like you can just float it out there to gauge a reaction before being like, This is me. And you kind of did that by floating intestine strangulation out there. And your now girlfriend was like, oh, okay. And then yeah. you realized it could work out. This is a good strategy. Uh, before we started dating, I don't know if this really counts as a date, but I was just trying to impress her in general. And I invited her to go down with me to 6th Street in Austin, Texas, which is like where most of the big bars and music venues are. And it was during South by Southwest. And we covered ourselves in blood and put on masks and uh, started handing out these leaflets that I made. 
that told people to worship trash. <laughs> Fuck and, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was worship trash, uh, castrate yourself, and embrace total war were the three pillars of this. That sounds like a good time. <laughs> Did you get many takers? Uh, I got people who asked me if I'd actually castrated myself. <laughs> <laughs> So we ended up doing the same thing again a couple of weeks later uh, during this thing called Roundup, which is where a bunch of different frats come in, to, or like chapters of different frats come into town and hang out in West Campus. Uh-huh. And so I prepared that time by spending about three hours making a prosthetic piece that I put on underneath my pants. <laughs> so when people did, in fact, ask me, like, did you do it? I would I would pull my pants down and show them this bloody mangled thing. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. It didn't go very well. I mean, this is what pain. remains. <laughs> I left, like, I want to say about half an inch. Yeah. <laughs> you got to keep something to hang on to. Otherwise, pissing would be a little annoying. That's yeah. Right. Incredible. You just got to tilt your whole body in the direction you want to fire, and nobody's got time for that. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare, though, getting invaded by these these frat dudes. Yeah, it, yeah, it sucks. Somebody threw a chicken at us, like a live chicken. Okay. So, I mean, is that honestly, worse than a raw yeah, dead chicken? I was going to say be, better. That would be better because the chicken's dead. <laughs> The chicken, like, flapping might take a little bit of the impact out, plus you end up with a chicken friend, yeah. or in the other one, you just end up with millions of salmonella friends. I, ha- I love I, that. I have had a rotisserie chicken thrown at me, though, also, but that was uh, very... Di- that, that was at... Uh, you, you know the band The Aquabats? Yeah, Fuck I yes. love Aquabats. Yeah, I saw Aquabats one time. I think it was the first time I saw them, and... Like one of the villains that they fought was a guy with chick with rotisserie chickens over his hands, and they were just actual rotisserie chickens. And <laughs> that commander defeated him by pulling the chickens off of him and throwing them into the audience. And it just like ended up getting ground into the floor <laughs> of the video, <laughs> and there was yeah. just grease everywhere, and everybody oh. was just falling over on bits of chicken. <laughs> Oh, I win the mosh pad. Now I've got a wishbone stuck in my neck. Fuck. That's punk as fuck. I love yeah. that. Oh, that was great. They are zippy zippy dudes. And Mormons. What? Yeah. That commander's yeah. a Mormon. Okay. A fun twist. Part of my people, as I've taken to calling them. Rory, I learned recently that my great-great-grandmother was one of Joseph Smith's many wives, and so I oh, am Mormon royalty. Shit. Yeah, you've got I mean, you've got like the the features that Mormons have. I don't know if you've noticed this, like, like <laughs> that they're that they're okay, hot. Like, yeah, <laughs> look at Aaron Eckhart. You know him, like the guy who played. Yeah, yeah he's a Mormon. Really, and he's a honk. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for smoking, men. Is yeah, the guy from Thank You Mormon. for Smoking. He was, oh, he is a honk. I like him. He was Harvey Dent in The Dark Knight. Yeah, Two Face. Li- hey, half a honk in that one. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it is exactly, but like, there's a lot of more. Like, one of the things they just associate with Mormons are like very strong jawlines and thick, thick hair. That's Hell true. Yes, I was. Uh, I was working at the unnamed retail establishment, and three hot Mormons walked in, and uh, I was talking to friend of the show Barb, and I was like, "Those those Mormons are incredibly hot." She's like, "Go get their number." She's like, "Go get it. Get after it." <laughs> Get them, to, get them to put their number in the front of a Book of Mormon for you. 
If I have any questions about uh, Joseph, Joe, I guess we can call him now that I'm part of the community. Uh, Joe. I can text you. Yeah. <laughs> great, wait, Grandpa Joe. He great, grandpa. Great. Grandfather figure. Yeah. Ancient Joe, they call him. <laughs> Another fun fact about Mormons. Uh, wait, kind of. It'll come back to Mormons. Forget I said that. It almost spoils the story. Hey, when I was in college, we would drive around the town sometimes. And speaking of frat dudes, we would see the little pledgies wearing their little suits, walking mm -hmm. around. Ooh, I've got a backpack. It's filled with frat shit, whatever's mm -hmm. in there. And we would scream out the window, fucking Mormons! <laughs> and they would look very confused and upset. And one time they said, no, we're pledges. And we said, wrong. <laughs> so you converted them yes yes they went on a pilgrimage right after that they were like we're done with yeah. beer pong and, and as as a descendant of joseph smith that counts <laughs> and I, I i think this is the way forward and mormons need to get with the times and embrace this like just yeah. fuck knocking on doors you can they, they have the ability to like convert people to mormonism after death yeah, posthumous Mormonization. Yeah, oh, they, they uh, baptized Anne Frank. Anne Frank. No. Did they do Joan of Arc too? Yeah, I think so. They like they baptized both of them uh, no. post mortem. So I think I think you should just be able to just yell, "You are a Mormon now!" Like yeah, ask somebody with with Joseph Smith's blood coursing through your veins. You oh have God! <laughs> to bestow just bestow a future planet on people. Folks, it's episode 168 where uh, I reveal myself as the second coming of ancient Joe. We call me new Joe. It's like new Coke. They're not going to bring back that old formula, though. I'm way better. I got a mustache. I don't think he had a mustache. He could have. That's been the segment of the show we call Mormon Talk, uh, where I'm working through... You know, this terrible history that we discovered about me through the site 23andMe. There was also some incest back there that's very fun. I will continue to bring that up. <laughs> uh, but this week we got a whole bunch of questions because Rory was kind enough to share that question box. And I think it's about time to get into them. Are we ready? Yeah, ready? I just want to add like as a brief addendum since I was talking yeah. about what we were doing before we started dating. Pretty much mostly what we do now is we go to Denny's. Hell yes. That's still yeah, punk. It's like ninety percent of shit. what our dates are is just going to chain restaurants. Denny's, Chili's, Macaroni Grill. Yeah. Have you even got a Chili's hat. <laughs> does it have the little does it have the pepper on it? Yeah. Yeah, I wish Fuck I could yeah. show it to you, but I, I thought you were about to pull it out, out of the holster. No. <laughs> he comes I in from wish. out of frame with the leaf blower blowing the hat into frame. <laughs> <laughs> you can just like having the force. You can just well, I guess you can't pull objects, but you can push them around, and if you angle it right, you can pull them to yourself. What a power. Okay, uh, question box. Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Asking all them questions. Asking all them questions. Why you asking all them questions? Making statements. Uh, who? Uh, Woo! It's the question box. The segment of the show where you, the listener, can send your questions in to us, Audrey and the descendant of Joseph Smith, and we'll do our best to answer them. Hey, if you're out there and you're like, I want to do that, how the hell do I do that? You can head on over to our social media, Twitter, at RFTBpod, Instagram, at Radio Free Tote Bag, 
or just go to our website, rftb.me, and click that MF link and send that question in. You don't have to make an account. It's anonymous. And this week, this week we got a whole a whole mess of fun in here. I'm going to start with this one. Hi, Donovan. Hi. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> this is just me, apparently. When discussing Chuck E. Cheese on last week's pod, you mentioned that Urkel or someone said, well, excuse me. That is actually said by Link in the Legend of Zelda cartoon from the 90s. Well, excuse me, princess. I kind of remember this. Yeah, it sounds familiar to me as well. Rory, do you know what they're talking about here? You ever see that old Zelda cartoon? Uh, I've seen clips of it. Yeah, no, that was from the, that was from the cartoon. Uh, for a second, I thought it was from one of the CDI games. Wand of you know Game about those? or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or they like let some, they let some uh, other company make Zelda games that just had like MS Paint looking cartoons yeah. in them. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, that is, that is from the Legend of Zelda cartoon, which I've never actually watched a full episode of. Friend of the show, Corla, sent me a <laughs> remix of Caro uh, Caro Benito's Flamingo with uh, vocals by the Merchant from the wand of gamelon oh yeah and you now get to hear that now how many times do you have to drive before success will make you fly and the bombs will make me rich but they will make me rich for clarifying that listener i swear to god that was from a steve martin bit or some shit but i'm it pretty sure this be. is correct i mean that sounds like something that you would say also and that's what i was thinking too he liked dragging a word out yeah i'm but i'm it, gonna look that up too now. i'm yep yep steve martin also said it okay steve martin beat zelda by decades that's <laughs> right oh yeah Call me old head Donovan. I'm I'm aware of the original. Excuse me. That makes me feel a little bit better because I was like, how the fuck would that phrase from a cartoon I've never watched have been lodged in my brain for this long? Do you remember in Ocarina of Time when Steve Martin beat uh, Link in single combat? Do you remember that? Was Steve Martin supposed to be Ganondorf in this in this bit? Oh, no, it was Ganondorf. You're right. You're right. Wait, so Steve Martin fought Ganondorf. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's why he keeps coming back when Link fights him, because Steve Martin is the true champion of the Triforce, and only is- it, he can truly defeat Ganon and banish him to the Dark Realm. Ganon's <laughs> shooting some magic at him, and he's over near some pots, and the pots are breaking, but it's not hitting him, and he's like, he hates these pots! Keep him away from the pots! <laughs> That was a jerk reference, like a 30, 40 year old movie, maybe. Damn. A couple people a couple people are gonna love that. Everybody else is like, okay, that's enough of that. I just I just I watched I... Little Shop of Horrors again the other day. I forgot like how funny he is in that movie. And also how fucking terrifying he is. Have you seen that film? Uh-uh. I, I just I know like about I the have, big plant. Yeah, I've seen like snippets over the it's, years. Uh, a musical directed by Frank Oz, the you know, the voice of Yoda and Miss Piggy. Yeah with, like, these huge, incredibly impressive-looking puppets, and uh, Steve Martin is, like, 
so the uh, fuck, I forgot his name. Rick Moranis is the is the main character, and he's like in love with this woman at the flower shop that he works at. But she has a boyfriend who's like a horribly abusive man who also Ooh. works as a dentist. Makes sense. Yeah, he has a whole like he comes on screen for the first time like driving his motorcycle because he's also a greaser. Like Steve Martin <laughs> dyed his hair black and like has a huge pompadour for the film. He's wearing a leather jacket and he's singing this doo-wop song about like how his mom realized that he was a sadist as a kid and told him to pursue his passion and become a dentist where he can inflict as much pain as he wants on people. <laughs> I love the idea of a greaser dentist, though. Like he's scraping his like rusty uh, teeth pick against the wall. Like, hey, yeah, I'm going to pick you up. <laughs> At one point, doo-wop was vaguely threatening because it was associated with greasers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I love that, like, the big terror of greasers is that they'll stand on your corner and sing doo-wop songs at you while brandishing like, knives. Snaps. Very and scary. That used to be the peak of menace in America. <laughs> we gotta bring that back. Threatening snapping. Let's get it back in here. Threatening doo-wop. Let's make it happen. We're doing yeah. it tonight. <laughs> All right, thank you for your intel, listener. And what do we got next in here, Audrey? Hi, Domovan and Baudry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. I'm into it. There's no two ways about it. I'm into muscular women. I like ladies who could kill me with their hard bodies, but don't because they care about me. <laughs> the issue is I can't get with a jack lady because I'm 5'8 and mildly out of shape. 200 pounds-ish. Okay. All right. All right. Mildly out of shape. What can I do to find a lady with lethal legs? Where can I go? The gym. The gym. The gym. Um, Two birds, walk. one stone. The Get dog yourself. walking park. Sure, sure. Oh, yeah. Walk yeah, around just, a lot. Yeah, no, just if you want to find muscular people, there's one place that you can easily find them. <laughs> yeah. It's the fucking gym. This like is pretty a, open uh, and closed. I'm thinking like somebody who pushes one of those little ice cream carts with sure, the little jingly sure. bells. They probably got some thick legs. Get Petty to like cab a, driver. Yeah, like just start biking. Get in with some bikers. You'll find yeah. some big thighs in there, and, and you'll get really some fun. too. I fuck also, that. The only I, uh, yeah, the only other option I can think of would just be like make a flyer that says I'm looking <laughs> for muscular women, and like there's a chance that'll work, but there's also just a chance that like people will will just think you're a creep. Yeah. But like yeah, there's those are your two paths. Yeah, and like you say, you're mildly out of shape. If you start going to the gym, mildly will become less so, and yeah. you will get your confidence right. And then you're gonna find a lady with them lethal legs that you desire. This is why I'm thinking bikes, uh, because we've talked about this before. Like talking to people in the gym, eh, not great, especially hitting yeah. on people. Difficult. It kind of really got to walk into that. Like they start talking to you or something. Yeah, uh, not great. But I'm thinking something like a biking group, like any kind of like outdoor oh, yeah. activity. Yeah, social group. rides. Those are a great way yeah. to like just hang out with people in general. Like, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not a fucking expert on on COVID safety, but like from what I know, this one of the safest things you can do to socialize in general is uh, just be, bike with people because like just just by virtue of being outside and in the sun you like dr drastically reduce the the risk of spreading it to another people so like bike yeah bike groups are just a great way to meet people in general 
and get to fucking see people without worrying about like maintaining a huge distance or dying. Jesus. Yeah. And on top of this, it helps you with and the cool. uh, with the out of shape problem, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, and it is also sick. very cool. But also, maybe uh, you don't need to be in shape. Like, maybe you not only find a strong woman, but find a strong woman who like thinks it's kind of cool that she could beat your beat your ass. <laughs> Add <laughs> that to that the you flyer. Have no real chance at resistance if she were to decide to strangle you to death with her legs. Maybe <laughs> that's your... maybe that's a turn on for. Her. <laughs> put put your stats on the poster. Be like, I'm 5'8", 200-ish. I'm looking for a lady who can just kick the shit out of those stats and see who see who comes on in. Uh, a little more unironic uh, advice on on this here. Uh, I have I've dated a couple women taller than me slash hooked up with. Yeah. One of those one of those ladies was on on the on the more muscly side. Uh, which is good times. And I find from like talking to, to tall women, like above average male height, uh, a lot of it is that like they don't get a lot of attention from like shorter guys because there's the whole thing of like, oh, I got to be taller than my partner and all of this shit, which, is which falls. Shit. Yeah, it falls into the same uh, societally constructed shit that we're always raving about on here. Uh, so if you see somebody who's attractive to you at, at a bar maybe just g- give him a shot you know uh i feel like you're kind of coming into this with the mindset of like oh but like i'm too out of shape or too short for this and i, I don't think that's how that works you know it, it, it's not always like that uh be confident i still think get into the biking and stuff just to yeah. you know get a little get a little boost going to and to meet people uh but i, I just wouldn't worry too much about that part big moves yeah, I mean, the only real, like, yeah, the only real difficulty I can think of in this is, like, especially if you want somebody who's, like, tall, is that, you know, there are, just aren't that many of them, and so that's really just, like, a roll of the dice thing. You just kind of have to keep going out and looking for people. That's true. Like, there's, and that's... yeah, they're not going to, like, just show up at your door unless, you know, you, again, you make a flyer, make a giant, make a street sign, get, like, a 50-foot-tall neon sign, just sculpted a giant woman with thick thighs and it's like do you look like this call this number <laughs> yeah yeah move like, like out into the desert where you know land is really cheap and you, you can have a, a big yard and then just make this giant woman that just stands outside that people see from miles around that anybody driving down the interstate is going to notice and eventually somebody will will follow your beacon absolutely and you'll also you'll also get uh (laughs) get a little business going you got giants as fetishists driving by they go look at that big lady and then they stop by and you're like five dollars come hang out with the big lady there's a business opportunity for you too god damn we crushed moving to the desert pays for itself (laughs) (laughs) there you go listener get that into an outline follow the plan (laughs) you got this All right, here's another question. Hello, RFTB. Hello. Hello. I've been doing a lot of work on healing from various things from my past. A lot of advice I've been given is to work on forgiveness. I'm not sure how I feel about forgiving the people who hurt me. I feel in some situations it is better to forgive myself for the things that happened 
rather than the people who caused me pain. Do you think forgiveness is important in moving on, or are some things better left alone? That's a good-ass question. It is. Forgiveness is like the first step to getting better about things that have happened to you in the past. Like, you know, it's really a way of, like, disempowering what happened to you to just say, this person fucked up bad, and Mm. it was really hard for me. And it's... Yeah, it's really it's really very important to forgive. How you go about doing that, I have no fucking idea. Yeah, uh, I've never forgiven hard. a single person in my life. Uh, I am uh, just a ball of of grudges and hatred. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how you would go about doing this. Yeah, I. I mean, I. I have, without going into like too much detail about it, like I. I, I have uh, had situations where like people have done pretty horrible things to me that I, I've forgiven them for. And I mean, really there's, there is not like a trick to doing it other than just to like do it. Just think about it. And if you have to talk to them about it, talk to them about it, but like, you just kind of have to decide, I don't want to be mad at this person anymore. And you just kind of have to keep telling yourself that until you don't doesn't bother you as much but there's not like an easy way to just do that yeah it's it's not so easy as just oh okay i i do this and now everything is fine there's there's kind of an element of of practice with it yeah. and coming back to that you know when the when the thoughts on it come back up or the bad feelings come back up i think a hundred percent your your impulse on forgiving yourself is is fantastic and the way to go with this kind of thing because uh, a lot of times when bad shit happens to you, you can get in this mindset where you're like, oh, I could have changed this. This is my fault in some capacity, which isn't the fucking case. And when you kind of give yourself the the permission to let go of that and forgive yourself, you know, of this role you've told yourself you have in it, I think that takes a lot of the pressure off. And that's a hard thing to do. It's a similar thing of needing to work on it like we're talking about uh, and keep coming back to that when you can't quite live up to what you're trying to do. Um, but I, I think that's the best impulse to start with. As far as for other people, uh, what, uh, what Audrey and Rory are saying, I'm in a similar boat where it's kind of like, you don't necessarily need to have a big conversation with this person, especially if this is like a, a fucked abusive situation and you don't want any part of this person. You can still forgive them in the sense that you are letting go of that uh, anger, like Rory was saying, and just kind of trying to move past that without it needing to be like a reconciliation with this person. You know, you don't right. you don't owe them any kind of discussion on it or they need to be a part of this. Uh, you know, ultimately, you get to make the decision here on that. Then there's also kind of the element of like forgiving other people, you know, and talking to them and all that. Uh, and I think that really depends on the situation. So I think. I think you're asking is forgiveness important and moving on? I, I think a hundred percent, a hundred percent on self forgiveness. And then it gets a little more nuanced with kind of forgiving the other person. Uh, but I think for the most part, that's, that's a good impulse. Absolutely. And the only what other thing this? that I can say that like really help, helps me at all when I'm like trying to deal with stuff like that is, I mean, this is not universally true, but you know, for better or worse, whether or not they like really are, uh, most people 
like think they're doing the right thing most of the mm-hmm. time. Like most people, I really do believe like believe they're doing the right thing and acting and like what is the what is the like the right thing to do. You know, they might yeah. not actually be doing that effectively, but they usually think that they are. <laughs> right. Everyone's the protagonist of their own story, and sometimes you have to. You know, sometimes you're the anti-hero. Sometimes you got to do something that that other people are going to approve of to meet your goals. <laughs> I, I've got that same belief. Like I think people are fundamentally decent, and I think they get twisted up by the things uh, we all fucking live in—the overly complex power structures and all, all of these things that force people to to do things. Uh, and so I, th- I think that's a good mindset to take too with this, as opposed to kind of giving this person power as like, oh, they're this like evil force or something. You know, they're somebody else with all kinds of fucked stuff going on with them. And I, I think recognizing that innate humanity is a good step in that forgiveness. It's just like, again, that doesn't mean you need to talk to them or have a relationship with them or any of that. You know, it's just kind of for yourself uh, making that choice. Absolutely. We got anything else on this one? Uh, write it down. Write down yeah. the thing that they that they did uh, to you and then roll it up into a little ball and throw it in a trash can. That's a good idea. I like that. Any exercise like that of just getting it out in some way is definitely helpful for processing. Yeah. Or burn uh, it. This kind of thing too. Burn it. Uh, shoot it out of a leaf blower. <laughs> <laughs> also an option there. Eat the paper. Eat the paper. I like that. Cut There's the paper into confetti. In uh-huh. And then and then mail it to the person who did it, and then when they open it, the confetti falls out. They're like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I have to, <laughs> I have to clean this up." Fantastic idea, too. <laughs> Make it into a paper airplane and throw it at your cat. Yeah, See, cat uh, will love it. They're gonna chase it all over the place. They're gonna have a great time. Love that. All right, that's all the things you can do with the paper. Right in with more ideas. <laughs> we're, we're putting we're putting the fun and processing trauma over here, folks. We're uh we're adding a little levity to it. Important with, with leaf blower confetti. All right, right, what else we got in this box? If you were a someone slash something other than yourself with your own name, who or what would you be? Love your show, JF and Mike. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we both got God cut out of that one. Damn it. <laughs> this is just going off the dang rails. We haven't talked about a Kickstarter this entire time, unless the giant woman was a Kickstarter. <laughs> Kickstart the giant woman statue to attract all the giants and fetishists in the desert. Do that. <laughs> okay. God, well, we'll answer your question regardless. Great business ideas this month. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, well, despite your clear lack of situational awareness you don't even know what show you're writing into over here we're going to do our best to answer this question which i guess is the best possible because it's a question to us uh audrey what would you be okay mine is totally cheating but if i was a someone slash something other than myself with my own name 
I would be a shapeshifter so that I could take any form that I wanted. Oh, hell yeah. And my name would be... You would have to call me B. Well, I think it's supposed to be your own name, which is, but well, on wait, a new hold thing. Hold on. Okay, well then. But you can change name. your name at any point. Oh, with my own name. This is oh, okay. true. This yeah. is true. Yeah. Okay. You, yeah. You, anybody is allowed to change their name. So I did change I think my that's name. A moot, yeah, that's, that's a moot point. <laughs> okay, you can be Brr. That's Brr. French isn't my first language. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brr, what you got? Uh. I just want to be a sea turtle. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Like, I was thinking about, like, a dog would be pretty good, because, you know, dogs are generally pretty happy, pretty... They've, they've got, like, a pretty thing, a pretty good thing going on. But, That's true. But, you know, I, I think just, like, for, for mileage you'd get out of it, like, the fact that you could live to be 200 years old, Ooh. the fact that, you know, you get to hang out in the ocean all day, and... Uh, you know, be fucking ancient and float in the water forever. I think that's also a pretty good life. Yeah. In this scenario, would you have to sort of go to the inception of the sea turtle and like live the entire life of the sea turtle? Because uh, if you did, there's a really good chance you get eaten by a yeah, doll no, within I, about four I, seconds I, of hatching. I want to skip that part. I want to, like, just <laughs> transfer my consciousness into, like, a three-year-old sea turtle. Yeah. Mint condition. Good. It got yeah. some miles on it, but it just kind of broke the sea turtle in. It's it's in a good idea. Not prime. at risk of getting eaten by a sea lion. No. <laughs> the one They're going to have to that... take some snaps back at the goals. Yeah. Go Lucky protect the, uh, the little sea turtles coming in the water. That's a good option. I like those guys. Plus, you get to talk in a surfer voice. Yeah. <laughs> Canonically. This is science. This is true. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, if yeah, I Donovan. could be something Anything. other than myself. Uh, okay. Let's go off the goddamn rails. Let's travel through time. I want to be a fucking Quetzal Coatlas as dark and pterosaur. They're like 10 fucking feet tall. They look like a giant death stork. It doesn't make any sense that they could fly. They're very scary. But I'd be like the nice one. And like I'd flap and you'd be like, oh, God. You'd be like running Bring away and shit. Mail. Then, Steal yeah. people's mail. <laughs> My beak opens and confetti just comes out. And they're like, fuck, now we got to clean this up. <laughs> All kinds of fun pranks. Uh, <laughs> snap up small critters from grass fields for lunch. Great times. All Seems around good. great times. Seems yeah. good. Have a, have a wing membrane? I've always wanted a membrane. You have several. <laughs> I want a bigger membrane, Audrey. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me I have enough membranes. <laughs> I want to be able to pull my arms out, and there is just a big skin flap on each side, and then you get tattoos on that fucking thing. Oh, Holy yeah. shit! Yeah, God damn. How, how has there never been a tatted up Quetzalcoatl in something? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. No one has done this yet. That's so fucking cool. Can you imagine? Like, it's like a punk, like a Stone Age punk, <laughs> as uh, opposed to cyberpunk, right? So it's like dinosaurs and shit, but it's like punk as fuck. 
yeah. and the dinosaurs all have tattoos and shit. That's yeah. fucking sick. <laughs> Open it up, and it, it says "Mom," and and there's another pterosaur tattooed on there, and like a little heart. I like that. I like that very much. Oh, you got the folding element? You stretch it out, and it's like a whole scene, right? But when you collapse the wings, if you oh. look closely, it's actually the collapsed Twin Towers when you scrunch <laughs> yeah. it out. I was thinking, like, just get one of those Mad Magazine back pages. Yeah. Your wing just says, what me worry. <laughs> and it's got the little fella on it. The little, little ginger fucker. I couldn't come up with his name, and I almost said it was Arlie Ermy. <laughs> It's like Huey P. Newton. That's that does sound right. Isn't Huey Newton the um, the weather underground guy? Yes. Oh wait, Alfred Alfred E. Newman. Alfred E. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I was gonna say, what is the connection? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you for that question. I love Uh, it. All right. Oh, wait, you just read this one. I was going to do a joke and be like, hey, JF, how about you read this next one? (laughs) Here's the next question. What is your favorite color of eye? Being of German heritage, this is a fraught answer, but blue. I really like a blue eye. I do. I like I like Aryan looking people. I like them. (laughs) It's fraught. It's fraught. I know. Difficult. There's something really cool about somebody with like really piercing blue eyes or yeah. they look like a husky. Yeah. Yes. That shit rules. I like that. That's not even I, st- yeah. That's not like to say that's my favorite eye color either. It's just cool. Yeah. So they, look like a, they look like a ghost person. <laughs> so what's your favorite color of eye then? Uh green. Green's good. I like green. A good choice. Favorite uh, color generally. A great uh, choice, even. Or, or you know, uh, Halloween contacts. <laughs> I like people who just, like, are wearing Halloween contact lenses all the time, like cat eyes or a spiral. Or, or the fully blacked out Yeah, eye. fully blacked out eyes. The pupil looks like a pumpkin. I'm yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's just really cool. <laughs> I think more people should do that. <laughs> I saw some contacts in the sketchy dollar store down the street. They had like a bunch of different ones when I was in there the other day. I kind of want to try it. I feel like that's not the place to get them from. No. But I was like, what if I had fucking crazy pupils or something? That'd be pretty neat. <laughs> to show up on a I Zoom mean, conference if you wear them long enough, you will permanently have really crazy pupils. <laughs> <laughs> you won't need any more contacts with this yeah. one weird trick. Yeah, you'll just have red eyes forever. And that's pretty cool. That's a good color. That's a good yeah. look. I, I, this is a little fraught to say because it is my eye color, but I think green eyes are pretty great. My cat has them. She's great. I have them. I'm great. <laughs> One more needs to be said, and it's the same color as a Granny Smith apple. Oh, man, delicious. And this is my whole thing. Nobody ever says brown. I'm just over here with these brown eyes. Nobody gives a shit about my brown eyes. I think eyes are cool in general. That's true. It's cool that they have colors. There's no reason for them to have colors. This yeah, is just a thing that happens. I don't think there's, like, any kind of evolutionary benefit if you want to, like, ascribe evolution to as a reason for stuff. I don't think that, like... 
there's any real actual advantage to it in any case. It's just a thing that happens, and that's pretty neat. It is neat. And brown's the color of delicious chocolate. Yeah. Okay. I changed my answer. My favorite color of eye is that weird kind of iridescent thing that like like insects with compound eyes have. Oh, oh. yeah. Like iridescent red yeah, through green really through sick. blue. Yeah. I want that. I'd like to change my answer. I also want that. Give me compound <laughs> eyes, to be honest. <laughs> or I was like looking man, at close ups. shrimps. Who've seen the, their oh eyes? Oh my god, yeah. they're so fucking wild. They're like they're like tall. Their eyes are so tall. Do you it know looks the, like a neat little gemstone. They also have like the most uh, rods and cones of any yeah. organism with eyes, and they are capable of seeing colors that we can't imagine. <laughs> And that's why they're fucking angry all the time. Yeah, and it just <laughs> makes them pissed off. They can see the color beyond space, and it just makes them <laughs> furious and want to tear apart anything around them. I love the ones that just because f- there's the ones that like have the cavitating action in their claws that like create the mm-hmm. little like they shoot, they shoot superheated air at shit to kill it. That's just just <laughs> the most insane evolutionary trait of all time. I like the ones though that just punch the shit out of stuff until it dies. <laughs> They just All like, right. like Get! <laughs> I'm changing my answer. I just want to be a mantis shrimp. Yeah. How about this? And that goes back to the first question, too. Fucking give me the eyes and give me the whole carapace. I want to I want to <laughs> shoot a hot jet of water with people. That sounds fun as fuck. <laughs> All right. Thank you for your eyeball question. Wait, were you going to say something? Does it feel like, would that feel like popping a joint, maybe? When you like, crack you just- it? Yeah, like you crack your joint, but that's like that's what it feels like to shoot superheated, cavitated air out of your fucking claw. So it's like satisfying when you do it. That sounds yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm so into that. It's like instant stress relief and dinner. You're all, oh stretching out. Oh, I feel good. You look over and a fish is just disintegrated, and you're like, oh, whoops. <laughs> just trying to, just trying to handle the stress, man. <laughs> just trying to crack my claws, man. <laughs> all right, thanks for the eyeball question. Here's what's next. Hey, RFTB. You you read the last one. Oh, I read the I one. I forgot because it was short. Okay, hit this one. It's me. It's me now. Hey, RFTB. <laughs> Hello. Hi. <laughs> How do I get a girl to like me? I'm a junior in college, and I'm really into my friend who was initially a TA in my comparative lit class. She's really smart and cool, but it seems like she doesn't view me as a romantic option. We're close in age, so I don't think that's it. Thanks. Hmm. Could be the fact that she was in something of a position of authority relative to you in the recent past. And so for that reason, doesn't view you as a romantic option. That's where my head's going to. Yeah, yeah. I think that would do it. So but if it does, say, gonna- it does say initially a TA, though. And so it sounds like now you're out of there because I was yeah. going to be like, I don't know if you should go for anything. Right. But if it's like a past thing, I don't know. Shoot your shot. It's in the past. So you have to make yourself more of an option. And I think the way that you do that is to just like maximize your positive traits and display them uh, to her in uh, a social setting. Like, you or know, become a T.A. Oh, yeah, level it out. Then you're on the same level. In order to (laughs) woo a TA, you must become a TA. Yeah. 
Yeah, they, they're starting over with the same with the same basic stats. <laughs> uh, and you've got a job. And you get a job. That's very attractive. I'm also curious what the situation is now, because it can initially at TA, not anymore. Are you still regularly seeing each other in some capacity? Like, is there stuff as part of your department or something? Like, I, I don't know. But is there still any situation where y'all are, like, seeing each other and she's not now at TA? Because I would just yeah. be like, just try to chat with this person, see if something's there. Ask him, ask him out to get a drink if it feels like it. Question asker described her as a friend. My friend. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I miss you. Yeah. So, yeah. I, hmm. I would be reluctant. Like, if you're getting zero vibes, if there is no vibes whatsoever, I would be reluctant to shoot shot uh, in the vacuum. So I think you have to, like, power up. I think you have to, like, level up your game and make yourself more attractive to her in some way like what is she into is she into say rock climbing pick that up and get really good at it and then yeah and then, then you're, you climb you're her then you climb her like a tree then you're instantly more attractive or you so it's in comparative <laughs> lit you like you said it's comparative lit read a whole bunch of like dostoevsky and shit like have something interesting to say about the brothers karamazov yeah, get get an Audible account. Just blast that shit all day, every day, until you've read every book. <laughs> I've never heard of blasting Audible. I like that very much. You can play shit at, like, double speed. <laughs> you could listen to War and Peace in only 40 hours. <laughs> speed running War and Peace. That's certainly a good option here. Uh, I mean, that's that's the great trick if you want to like seem like a more literate person in general is you just listen to audiobooks constantly instead of actually doing it. Then you could say be playing Hotline Miami the entire time. <laughs> I fucking love that game. I yeah, I, I'm actually playing Hotline Miami now. I can do that. <laughs> I can do that and talk to y'all and think somehow it, it, a lot easier than it was to play Doom. It actually it fully activates a different part of your brain. Like yeah. the part of your brain that is capable of speech is not the same part of your brain that governs wearing a chicken mask and murdering people with a crowbar. <laughs> yeah. And it's also it's nothing against you guys. I just have like twitchy hands. No, I feel it. I feel it. I remember the last time you were on, you were working on zines. Oh yeah. And fortunately for you, this time you won't have to deal with like paper folding sounds incessantly. <laughs> God, the, the last time I was on a, a podcast at all, I was uh, printing uh, mailing slips for stuff. <laughs> yeah, just, just constant thermal printer noises the entire time. <laughs> the, the hosts ended up yelling at me to stop. <laughs> We're That's special amazing. guest. The ghosts of Rory's printer. <laughs> really thoughtful stuff. Wow. Thank you for your comments. <laughs> but yeah, uh, get hot, get uh, smart, and uh, become a TA. Do that. Also, the, the, this more into the friend thing, because I kind of missed that. This person is your friend. Like, if you kind of been doing stuff as like I'm kind of curious where you're at with that too because are you friends in the sense of, like you're hanging out in a group a lot or are you pretty close and like you're hanging out one-on-one -on -one and like chatting pretty frequently uh because i think it's, it's it's that situation we've gotten this question too where people want to ask a friend out without like making the situation weird yeah. and the usual advice is going to apply there like depending on how strong this friendship is which is just 
put it out there, but be prepared to take the no and completely drop it. Yeah. So yeah. as not to make it weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's just you you have to accept that like either this is going to work or you're going to like you're not even necessarily going to like fuck up your relationship your friendship with this person forever if they say no. Like For it's sure. only going to be weird as long as you keep feeling like it's weird. Exactly. And I, I've definitely, uh, like, it, it, very far in the past, before I, I started dating the person, dating for six and a half years, I, I've, like, told friends I had a crush on them, and nothing happened, and uh, there are several of them that I'm great friends with and don't feel that way about them anymore. It only remains weird as long as... Yeah, absolutely. But it's going to happen, and you just have to rip off the band and deal with it. Shoot the shot! Uh, and good luck, because uh, it seems like seems like you're really into this person, and that's a good sign. We like that. Yeah, we love love good. on this show. I hate love. <laughs> Fuck relationships love. sicken me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's another one. Hi, dumb. Oh man, like oh man, nice and dumb and, and tawdry Audrey. That's me. Whoa. I'm tawdry as fuck. Whoa. What is what is tawdry? It's like it's like kind of like like oh. sexy, right? I think there's like a, a oh wait no, of, showy, I think there's like a sleazy implication <laughs> to it as well, which isn't necessarily bad, but like showy, but cheap and of poor quality. No. Oh, no. <laughs> Jesus I mean, Christ. That's a vibe. That's you a vibe. Can roll with that. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a twenty dollar tree of life necklace. That's cheap and of showy and of <laughs> get a bunch quality. of faux fur coats. Yeah. Honestly, you can fucking rock that. You get, get, faux fur coats, coats. get a cigarette holder, even if you yes. don't smoke. Oh yes. wait. Put my fucking wait. vape in a cigarette case. <laughs> yeah. No one's doing that. <laughs> That's new yeah. shit right there. <laughs> Longest vape in the West. <laughs> you got a big holster. Could, can you put your vape in a cigarette holder? Like it would need to have like try. a rubberized grip at the end to hold it. But with enough gumption, you can make this happen. Just I'm duct tape that fucker together. <laughs> Lean into the tawdry shit. Have the fucking <laughs> duct tape hanging up. Just a fucking hole roll around it. Oh, it fucking sucks when I gotta clean this thing I out. I gotta charge it. Hole. It sucks. Oh, a lot of hassle. Okay. Oh, there's a question after this. Fuck. <laughs> my husband, 32F. My husband, 32F, loves watching slash listening to me belittle the intelligence of Republicans slash conservatives. The only issue is that he doesn't like me belittling him, so it's tough to integrate into the bedroom. Our anniversary is coming up, and I've really been wanting to finally make this work. Do you have any advice? Get a piss pig. Just get some. Get somebody to be like have. It's like a threesome where they just watch and you just like shit on them. Like you just like fucking piece of shit. Hate your guts. You're a dumb fucking Republican piece of shit. I hate you. You're the worst. And then you bone your husband. There you go. Maybe the the piggy is wearing a Trump wig. Yeah, Perhaps. oh, get somebody to play Donald Trump, and then you just shit on him. Oh, beautiful! Or I whichever, love that. Whichever Republican 
congressperson slash political figure uh you you most would enjoy shitting upon really there's lots of lots of good choices so many good choices uh well this is tough to integrate into the bedroom you could also get uh get like a sex doll situation yeah yeah just get a real doll make it look exactly like florida governor ron DeSantis, (laughs) and just have it in the corner Get like one of those uh, like button things that make sounds and just make it play uh-huh. sound bites from him and just in- integrate having a corpse like Ron DeSantis doll that just hangs <laughs> out in the corner <laughs> and live out your fantasies of cuckolding the uh, governor of Florida. <laughs> then you have a cool conversation piece too when you have guests come over. May I recommend Audrey? What was the name of the 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 fella from uh, the Patreon? The oh, on sale sex doll. It yeah, was get, Kenny. Get yourself a Kenny. He's on sale for like twenty seven hundred dollars now, as opposed to thirty five hundred. You can't miss those savings. It would be criminal to miss those savings. This will suit your needs. Get yourself a Kenny. It was the Kenny Premium Male Love Doll. That's what I'm talking about. $2,245 in absolute steal. Get them one of those little American flag lapel pins. I fucking hate those things. They Pierce, love them. Oh, they love his dick them. with it. Yeah, there we go. Get nasty with it. That's if what we're you, getting at here. If you could cuck one Republican alive <laughs> or dead, who would you cuck? Does this mean I have to have sex with their wife? I mean, yes. Yes, you do. Oh, that's a... I'm not familiar enough with Republican wives, but I have a feeling a lot of them fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do that. I'm going with John Boehner. Okay. Because I would deflate his Boehner by doing that. Nice. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I think you're onto something there. Rory, who do you cock? I got, I, I have no idea. I, I'm not trying to avoid the question to be prudish. I like, I literally don't know what any of their lives look like. I would, wait, I'm going to change my answer. I would cuck Ben Shapiro because he's actually married to his sister and she's cute. So that's a good answer. <laughs> They're yeah, married. That's, that's reasonable. <laughs> That's somebody said. Somebody tweeted that uh, Ben Shapiro is so lucky to be married to Abby Shapiro. <laughs> it was it's his sister. Okay, <laughs> we've I've had a, a a proper ball in here, but I think now it's time to leaf blower up all this podcast debris and get out of here. Uh, Rory, thank you for joining us. What do you have to plug? Uh leaf blowers <laughs> Folks, uh, I've, got, Home Depot. I've got a uh, let's see this is a uh, Ryobi 18 volt it was like 50 bucks uh, cleans out my yard, cleans out my house uh, everybody should have one it's gotten me through a lot of hard times in my life what's it sound like uh, again? <laughs> <laughs> The waveform is just a rectangle. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. It'll be pretty easy to find it. When I'm looking for it. I'll put a, I'll put like a flanger and a filter on it, and I'll sample it for a track. 
but, there we go. Chaz, um, uh, leaf blower. Oh shit! Actually, I do have I do have one big thing beyond like. Uh, I mean, if you if you don't know who I am and you want to check out my comics, go to uh, twitter.com slash phone jail or instagram.com slash Roy blank. Uh, but the big thing is so like four, three, four months ago, I want to say it's like the end of April. Um, I was biking around town and I, I saw one of those signs that say like, you know, in this house, we believe science is real black lives matter, so forth, so on all those things, which are like on paper, you know, good, good to great things to believe in. But sure. also anybody who actually has one of those signs is a dick. A hundred percent. I pretty much like only see those signs in neighborhoods that are being gentrified. And I'm pretty sure the point of them is just to like say to the locals, Hey, don't worry. I'm one of the good ones. You're not, yeah. you're driving, you're driving people out of their homes. Um, and in compounding that, like this was at the same juncture as uh, there's a, a, local pack in town called save Austin now, which was trying to push for a ballot refer- referendum, which um, made it illegal to sit down too long outside in downtown or camp. It was, yeah. it was just making it illegal to be a homeless person in central Austin. Jesus. And um, it won. They passed that resolution. Uh, only 17% of the city showed up to vote, uh, but they passed that. It is now illegal to be a, da- a homeless person in, in downtown Austin. And, uh, you know, even then I still see signs everywhere saying no person is illegal. You just fucking voted to make a bunch of people illegal. Fuck. For real. So, um... I wanted to make fun of those signs, but I didn't want to say anything directly about the stuff on the signs because, again, it's all reasonable to good. So I photoshopped one of those signs to instead say that I wanted to have sex with Bigfoot. (laughs) It says something to the effect of, uh, I'm just going to bring it up. We'll make it the episode art. Yeah, I'm just going to bring it up and read it. The signs that I made say, in this house we believe Bigfoot is real. I'm going to kiss him. He will be my lover. I will be the little spoon. Me and Bigfoot will fuck and you can't stop us. So I, so I made those signs. I made that sign just as a Photoshop and I put it up and it ended up, it ended up going massively viral. Like, Unfortunately, this is probably what my legacy as an artist is now. <laughs> I made these signs. So uh, naturally, people started bootlegging them like pretty quickly. Uh, I, I, made, I made some. I managed to raise about $2,000, which I gave to a local nonprofit, which uh, helps provide both or provide housing money, food, and clean uh, hygiene stuff to unhoused people in the city. But, um... Turns out mailing yard signs is a huge pain in the ass, and I don't have time to do it anymore. (laughs) I I cannot keep up with that, so I stopped doing it for a bit, and then I started noticing like a lot of people are bootlegging these signs. So I contacted the people who uh, print my shirts for me. They also do drop shipping. And I asked them if they would do a run selling these signs. And so as of today until September 12th, the day after 9-11, uh, 
if you go to www.sexybigfoot.com, which I own, I now own sexybigfoot.com, you can get one of these yard signs, and I'm not taking any money from this. I am donating any proceeds from it, any revenue beyond like what goes to paying that co- the company's workers to uh, ship these. I'm not taking a single penny. Hell yeah, dude. So just go to www.sexybigfoot.com and you can have a sign that is a Reddit meme. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> get out there and get your signs and much like the person looking for a thick-thighed lady who needs to put up the flyers, <laughs> perhaps a Bigfoot will show up to your house reading uh, the welcome sign. Oh yeah, to, to that guy. Uh, yeah, yard signs are like five bucks individually if you want to go through a wholesaler and buy one uh yeah so it would be very cheap to just plaster your house in in sign saying looking for giant woman <laughs> cheaper than moving out into the new mexico desert but this is true not as fun <laughs> weigh your options carefully but do whatever your budget allows and just follow your heart yeah please do uh, also, I, I looked through the uh, question doc. I would like to say I think that Simpsons P is blue. <laughs> <laughs> I know you didn't get around to that. Simpsons P is blue. Yeah. You heard it here first. The water is, yeah, is like a real azure kind of, yeah. So, like, yeah. And Marge's hair. It. Yeah. It's because it's thick with Homer's piss. Our intro song is is the Radio Free (laughs) Tote Bag theme. I wrote that. I did that music. Hell yeah. And our outro song is the song Stephanie by The Hey Fellows. You can find them at Instagram.com slash The Hey Fellows or on Spotify by searching those three words, The Hey Fellows. I should plug the SoundCloud when I plug the music because that would make sense thematically. That would plug the uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash RFTB for all the music that I make for the Patreon and for the theme song and for Patreon previews if you're not already on our Patreon. Uh, $5 a month over at Patreon.com slash RFTB gets you four bonus episodes every month. $10 a month gets you a shout out. You get a shout out like our friend Barb. Like our friend Spreadable Fruit. Like Daddy Dylan. Like my dad. And like... Rich homie click clack from episode 105, the yellow rose of tote land. Amen. That is a great bargain. That's all <laughs> I have to say. It's so <laughs> true. It's, it, it's so reasonably priced. Again, you can't turn down these savings. It would be criminal to turn down these savings. Support our Patreon. Please do. When are you going to get actual tote bags? That's coming. We're, we're working Hell on, yeah. we're working on getting the, um, the supplier together we're doing it this is happening we we should talk to you rory after this because we could probably use some help finding somebody who's good and like not using red bubble or some shit yeah Yeah. we want a high quality gusseted tote bag it's important that they're gusseted minion death colts are gusseted we want gusseted too talk to them they know more about well i think they screen printed them themselves they did and i ain't fucking doing that so (laughs) yeah i mean i i do a lot of diy shit it's a bad choice for most people. <laughs> uh, you save a lot of time. You save a lot of money. Uh, well, not you don't save time. You save a lot of money. You do not save time. You 
massively waste time. You will spend like five times as much time doing shit as as you would if you just paid somebody to do it. Yeah. That's too much time. Yeah. I can't handle that amount of time. We ain't got that kind of time. All right. Make your dad do it. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like screen printing some gusseted bags, pops. Yeah. You might be listening to this. Give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Get an intern. Yeah, that's it. That's the end. That's it. We did it. I love you. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> I don't know why I decided to wait.